Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Loyal. And last week we did a question and answer session and we didn't get nearly through all of the questions that we had because we got a lot of questions. And some of these questions are more geared toward April, so we save these for this week's episode. And so I'm going to ask the questions and April will give us her answers. Some more question and answer coming up. Being a photographer can be pretty isolating. We've created photo clubs so that you don't have to be alone. Head on over to the Might Sound Wild website and sign up today. Photo club includes regular meetups, get-togethers, education, and even preset releases. So sign up at mightsoundwild.co. All right. This week, we have a long list of questions that were geared toward April. So uh, these these all came from the same person, by the way, who's one of our team members. And we just really love her so much. Erica, who is one of our photographers for Mountain Escape, she comes up with the greatest questions for these Q&A sessions. Yeah, so thought-provoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, April is going to answer a bunch of questions that Erica asked this week. So we're going to start off here with the first one. This should be a very interesting answer. I'm looking forward to hearing your response to this one. Why do you do what you do? Well, if she's talking about being a photographer or running a business, I think it kind of is the same answer um, for both of those. And I guess, and then we may have kind of talked about this on last week's episode a little bit, but it definitely started out when I first started years and years ago at like 20 was trying to have a schedule that was more flexible Flexible. for my daughter. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't even know that that was what I was going for at the time. I really did want to try my hand at photography because I was getting asked so much from other people to do it. And I had just completed a college course that was going to put me working in the medical field. And I'd already completed my interview and hiring process to work at the local hospital in some, I just had like a big tug that I didn't want to do that. Yeah. And so, because meanwhile, people were asking me to take photos, I was only 19 years old. So I kept going, well, can't I make money doing that instead? You know, like it was kind of the really kind of silly thought process. I wasn't professional at all in my brain about it. I wasn't like, well, I'm going to start a business or any of that. I just thought instead of going and working at a hospital, you know, four or five days a week that I wasn't super jazzed about that maybe I could make up at least part of that income by doing a few shoots a week. Yeah. Um, So I started that with the intention of having freedom from any kind of job that I could think of that would keep me like under lock and key. You know, this, I just felt so trapped. I tell people sometimes it sounds so dramatic, but working for other people, even at a young age, made me feel like an animal in a cage or something. I really hated it. I know that feeling. And, and I (laughs) used to not feel that way when I first got into the workforce, when I was in my late teens, early twenties, I, Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a desire to be a business owner at that point. And it wasn't until I was, uh, I guess, in my 30s that I really got this desire to uh, own my own business. And uh, and then it all just sort of happened from there. 
So, but yeah, now, and I mean, I I can relate to that with same. I worked in the same place all through high school and, and college. So I was actually got a work permit when I was fourteen, and I never felt like a caged animal then yeah. because I was so young. I'm like, oh yeah, they're giving me money. Well, like I, you know, I'm I'm just happy to get money. But by the time I had a kid of my own. It also wasn't about, it was also about doing what I loved, like what I was happy doing. Sure. Um, you know, that, that old saying is so true because I didn't feel like I was actually working. Yeah. I was doing photography. And I guess, I guess that's why I didn't have the caged animal feeling when I was younger because I was doing what I loved mm-hmm. back then. Uh, exactly. I was, I was in the radio business, loved what I did, and uh, that was a business that sort of started to die out, I guess, when I was in my 30s. And then that was when I kind of started getting this idea of, I want to be my own boss. So, but now- Yeah, because that was about the time you were in Gulf Shores, right? Right, right. Yeah. So now your your photography kind of goes back to, I guess you really kind of started playing around with photography when you were in high school, right? Yeah. And even when I was really little, I'm like- um, some of my earliest memories, it was just me and my mom for most of my upbringing. And, um, I asked for a camera, you know, for Christmas, I think I was seven the year that I got my first one. Um, and I would, I have the picture still that I took with it Oh wow! because I took pictures of my mom, (laughs) my mom on the porch swing, the roses, my mom planted our dogs, all of our kittens, (laughs) you You know, like you got to show me those one of these days. Yeah. I got to bust those out. But, but you probably I had, so had much fun with that. yeah, you had no idea at that time that you'd ever make a living at it. I never probably. even heard of photography as a profession. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I grew up in Southern Alabama, kind of in a really rural backwoods kind of area, but that was not a profession that I heard of. We both kind of <laughs> grew up in rural areas where you just kind of have this ingrained in your head that you're supposed to get up and go to work drive to a business and work there every day. And and if you're lucky, you save up. And if you're lucky, you save up enough money to take one week of vacation each year. Right. And if you're a photographer in the late 80s, when I was growing up, like taking these pictures, you were like, you know, New York fashion model photographer. Oh, yeah. There weren't nearly as many photographers back in those days. That's what I thought of as a photographer. Or in my hometown, if you thought of like the local photographers, they either worked for a newspaper or they were the really cheesy guy that was shooting the weddings. Oh, sure. You know, stuff like that. But I never thought of that. But my grandparents were entrepreneurs. They started um, their own pest control business when my grandfather like learned from the company he was working for. He was working for one of those big brands like Terminex or something yeah. for all through his like twenties and thirties. And by the time he was 40, he started his own. Yeah. And then he had my grandmother retire and come and run it. So I, I wasn't a stranger to running your own business. I just didn't know you could run a photography business. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's... But I guess to fast forward to like finish up. So that's why I started. Definitely. I took too long on this question. I started because I needed the freedom, the flexibility. I needed to have more hours with my kid. Um, and then to, to this day now, I have a grown kid. I still really value flexibility in schedule and time. Um, being, you know, being able to you know this about me, Ron. I get the weirdest spurts of creativity and enthusiasm for the business at times that are not 
typical business hours. They, I, I can't follow a schedule very well, or at least if I do follow a schedule, it's not productive if I'm made to do things at certain times on someone else's watch. Yeah. But if I can do it whenever it hits me, I can do it and I'm successful that way. So yeah, I, I continue to do this now for that reason to be able to earn a living that way, but also as we talk about a lot on here, um, to help other people learn, right. earn a living like that as well. Yeah, why yeah. do you do what you do in the current tense is to help other people and just provide that extra income for yeah. all of these photographers out there. As we've said a million times before, there's so many people on our team who were working what we would call a real job Mm-hmm. And then doing their photography thing in their spare time. A lot of our, a lot of the people who shoot for us are wedding photographers. So they would work a nine to five Monday through Friday and then go out and shoot a wedding on Saturday. And now we are allowing some of those people to quit the regular nine to five job. They're able to do their own thing. And we sort of fill in that extra money that they need to get by. Uh, if their business is not producing enough to feed the family, we give them that yeah, extra little boost. I don't want anyone to be in the position I was when I was like barely able to take my kid like trick or treating or could never pick her up from school because I was so busy working trying yeah. to pay bills. You know, that just breaks my heart. So hopefully we can help people not be in that position. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What is inspiring you currently? Well, that does change a lot. So when she says currently, I'm like, okay, right now, I think I am really into, I go back and forth with this idea, but I'm really into like a slower pace of life. I find myself on Pinterest saving pictures of ducks and chickens and what, you know, somebody picking wildflowers and, you know, sitting on their front porch and more of a slower pace of life, almost like country living, kind of what you're doing up there, Ron, yeah. your farm. That inspires me, even though that's not really the life I lead, but it definitely inspires me to either be more like that, but also does something to my creative brain. It makes me kind of want to photograph those scenes. Sure. Um, and then for some reason, the photographers that I'm all really, really drawn, drawn to right now live in the Ukraine. All of them happen to live in the Ukraine. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what these guys, I can't understand anything on their website or any captions or if they talk on Instagram, I never know what they're saying, but their work, it, it just really, really. That's the great thing really about good. photography. It eliminates the language barrier. Exactly. Especially the specific guy that I'm thinking of now, and maybe we can like attach his handle in the show notes or something. He just, his work does definitely go beyond language. It just, I, I sometimes, he, he can read my comments because, you know, how they, <laughs> we're the only country that doesn't know other languages. Yeah. Um, anyway, he'll say, I'll say to him, like, your work just moves me. It makes me feel something. And I don't feel, I don't, can't say that about a lot of people. And um, he's always really kind and gets back to me and stuff. So, well, that's yeah. Great. Well, maybe we can list that, Ron, remind me because I'm okay. very... Um, inspired by these guys lately. Yeah. Now you were into, you were, your inspiration was film photography a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Are you still playing and around yeah. with that? Yeah. Um, film is actually really hard to get right now. Just like everything's a lot, just hard like, to get you know, right lumber, now. Yeah. Paint, <laughs> lumber, 
gas. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's kind of hard. And because it had gotten so expensive, I haven't been able to play as much as I want to. I still have a role that I'm trying to finish. And, um, Walt's dad's camera that I talk about sometimes. Oh, yeah. That's still my go-to. I have been thinking about um, after the summer season, when things get back to normal, kind of slow down, trying some other cameras, like oh, trying okay. some medium format and maybe even older. The camera I'm using right now, I would guess is 70s or 80s. Okay. I'd like to try to use something from like the 50s maybe yeah. or 40s. Sure. Do you yeah. have any other kind of like personal photography projects that you're doing right now any particular types of just personal photography that you're playing around with other than the film and being inspired by photographers in the ukraine i don't have anything on my schedule um because we're in like a little bit of a transition that's um, true but i do have some things on my mind which means it'll make it to my schedule eventually Uh, okay um and i think it might Speaking of that decade, like that, you know, kind of 40s decade, I think I might want to try to go back inside again, like in a studio type situation. Okay. So we'll see. We'll I'll just leave that there and we'll see what happens. with <laughs> Okay. Stay tuned. And maybe April will have some announcements of some new personal projects that she's working on coming up so. sometime soon. All right, we have a couple more questions that we need to get to, and we will get to those right after we take a quick break. Hey guys, it's Michelle Hatcher. I'm chief editor for Might Sound Wild, Shore Shooters, and Mountain Escape. We're growing our team this year and looking to partner with new photographers. We could specifically use some people along the Outer Banks, North Carolina, Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, Clearwater, and Sarasota, Florida, and also along the Gulf Coast in areas like Panama City Beach, 30A, Dustin, and Navarre. If you're looking to fill in your schedule or make some extra money, we would love to help. Just fill out an application at mightsoundwild.co and I'll personally get in touch. And we're back with more questions for April on this week's podcast. Uh, So far, we've covered uh, why do you do what you do and what is currently inspiring you and we had some great answers to those so we're going to move on to the next question on the list here what made you fall in love with photography and you kind of talked about that a little bit in the first question Um, what else can you add to that what made you fall in love with photography yeah I wish I could go back to that if, if I was seven that year I wish I could like go back to that time for just a little bit and remember why I wanted a camera so bad. Cause it wasn't like my friends had one or anything. You know how yeah. you, sometimes you're like, Oh, my friends have one. I want that. None of my friends had one. And I love, um, love taking pictures of everything. And then when I got to like middle school and high school, I even loved other people's pictures of everything. I would like cut them out of magazines and put them all over my wall. And I don't know. I've always, always been drawn to it. Light, I like just love the way it looks. <laughs> and I was showing, we had a friend in town and I was showing her my baby pictures and my like middle school pictures in fourth and fifth grade. And I didn't realize, but I would make my friends dress up and oh, wow. I would take pictures of them. Then I have, I have pictures of like three or four different friends, like doing this. <laughs> so you had, so, so you had, so you basically made your friends model for you. Yeah, um, they looked like they were enjoying it. I mean, oh, I'm, least, sure, they, I'm sure they like, were. 
They were rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, so as we said earlier, this kind of goes back way back into your childhood, this love for photography. And I guess, again, you just didn't, you were just doing it for fun. It was like play for you back then. And mm -hmm. I guess you never really thought at that time you'd ever make a living doing this. That's why I think that you're born with it. Not that you can't learn to be a photographer. If you're like, if that's a goal in life is to be a photographer, if that's a goal to earn money that way, you can certainly learn it. Yeah. But I think that you can also just be born that way. Like, I think so too. You know, like people, I can't paint or draw and I, and I'm pretty sure that I could learn a little, but I, it's not something that comes natural to me. Right. But I have an artist friend that I'm like, he, he, he was born like that. He can't, yeah. he didn't learn how to draw. Yeah. He just like can do it. Um, so I think that that's really what that, that's like a, maybe a half, half answer, but I've always been in love with it. As long as I can remember, I never knew that I would be doing it. Somebody would be paying me to do it, but I don't, I can't, I can't really separate myself as a person and a photographer. I feel like they're the same. I always loved the story you told me. You told me the story years ago that you were taking pictures for your school yearbook and you said they didn't yeah. like some of the pictures that you took because you were uh, cutting the tops of people's heads off and they stuff like that. They pulled me off the, they told me I couldn't use the camera anymore. <laughs> they said I had to, um, the, they like, it was like a running joke. Everyone was like, ah, April can't go to the football games Friday because she's. She's on writing duty. If you know me, Ron, you know how bad I am at that. Yeah, yeah. Why in the world would you take April <laughs> away from taking pictures and putting her on writing Start making duty? Her write. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I have to. I have to go back and correct everything that you write. Yeah, and still have. I still need help with that. So but it's funny. Mistake. It's funny though that that story that you were telling me about the yearbook mm -hmm. back then. You were doing all the stuff that's cool that later became cool yeah and i don't even think i was trying to be cool i was just trying to be in the moment about it you know you were just being artsy to, yeah i was probably i don't know taking pictures of people's shoes or something and <laughs> um the lady in charge was like okay we can't waste the pretty sure it was film it might have been right on the cusp of digital age i doubt it yeah if it was digital it was above my head i just turned in the camera you know i'm like oh here you go yeah yeah it okay. was the first time we had like color pages in the yearbook so it could have been Okay. Digital, okay. but I definitely was not, um, even, my, even my like teammates were making fun of me about it. <laughs> I don't think anyone thought I was going to be a photographer. <laughs> That's great. All right. So here is our final question for this week. Tell us your favorite ways to get creative. You know, I wish I knew the answer to that better so that I could like just force myself into create creativity. I still it just really struggle. has to hit you, huh? Yeah, I really, I really struggle. I can't just go, oh, I'm going to go get in the zone. Like, you know how you see writers sitting at their desk, like pulling their hair out oh, in yeah. movies and stuff because they can't make themselves right. Yeah. Um, I think that's how I feel about creativity. It's like, it definitely has to do with what my energy level, um, you know, what I'm doing with my day to day. So if I'm like consumed with, things like numbers or website building or mortgages or anything that <laughs> go to the grocery store. Yeah. Taxes. Um, then I'm, yeah, no, there's nothing creative going on in my brain. 
Yeah. Or um, even for me, I've talked about this before, even whenever I have like a really strict, say, like workout schedule. Yeah. Like if I'm going to the gym every day at the same time and trying to like stay really active, it really kills my creativity. Yeah. Um, so do I'm creative just, like, different part of my brain, I think. Do creative ideas just sometimes just like boom, just pop in your head? Yeah. Usually like if a road trip, like if I have to be in the car. Um, sometimes rainy days, like we were just saying this gray is killing me. Well, I'll go like, want to be on the couch. And sometimes even if I have a book or the TV on, I'm not really paying attention. I'm like, my brain is starts to go to be creative. You just start Um, developing these ideas in your head, these creative ideas, and then you just want to go out and do it. Yeah. And then that's, what's annoying. Cause then you get a ton of energy for it. And sometimes you can't do anything with it. Because, yeah. you know, you have to schedule things and <laughs> ask people to participate. And then sometimes it burns out before it really happens. But we've talked about that before on here. You have to, like, commit to something. Sure. Like, remember, I had this idea. Now I have to execute it. Yeah. And sometimes that's kind of challenging. It's just like um, we were talking about this episode of the podcast yesterday. And you were sort of fired up about these questions yesterday mm-hmm. when we talked about it. And then. Uh, you had Mexican food for lunch today and it's just kind of like, uh, okay, I guess we'll do it. I'm barely hanging on, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, I don't think I'm, I don't think that it's like that for everyone Mm -hmm. because, um, I have friends who can seem to stay in that zone more because maybe their lifestyle contributes to it more. Oh yeah. Um, like Erica, our friend. She lives in this space, it, the, w- the way her house is designed, her loft overlooking the city. It just always kind of looks like a magic place. You know, the sun's always pouring in. She's got little birds at her window now because she has bird feeders. Yeah. And she has her cats and her, I feel like her life there creates creativity almost all the time. But then on the same hand, I have a friend who religiously works out and takes care of her body and still is able to stay focused on being creative. So it's definitely everyone's experience has got to be different with it. Yeah. You know, but I guess, uh, I guess a healthy lifestyle and being in the right surroundings kind of helps with yeah, the, the surroundings creativity. make a huge difference. Like, Oh my gosh, I just, if I go somewhere new that yeah. almost always works, like if I, you know, I'll go downtown and go into some of the museums or just go some walk somewhere I've never been for some reason that always does it. I'll, I'll be so inspired. So okay. routine is kind of the killer of my creativity. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. All right. So there we go. There's our questions for uh, this round of, I guess, the continuation of our Q&A from last week. Uh, some questions for April. Before we go, want to remind all of you photographers out there again that we are still looking for photographers to join our team this year. Yes, please apply. You just go to mightsoundwild.co. You'll find the application on there several times. And you can also read my personal journey and story with Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape. And hopefully it'll answer any questions that you have about joining. If you still have um, questions, you can still submit. The application is very short um, with the intention of our staff members or Michelle specifically getting back to you and getting to know you a little bit better after that first initial contact. So definitely fill it out. Yeah. Just fill out that quick application. Doesn't take much time at all. It's not going to get into 
a whole lot of details or anything like that. Michelle's going to check in with you and she's going to ask you all the hard questions when she talks to you. And you can ask her questions too. Yes. Yeah. Ask her questions about how it all works. And, uh, uh, the application is it might sound wild.co and like april said you can kind of read her story of how she got involved with shore shooters and uh you're probably going to find out that you're if you're if you're one of those people who is uh trying to become a full-time photographer when you read april's story you're probably going to find out that you are in the same position that she was once in just fill out that application if you have any questions about where we're located you can go to shoreshooters.com and check out all of the locations all of the uh, beaches that we are on uh so if you're close to one of those beach towns then we definitely want to talk to you and hey even if you're in an area that we're not in right now we we might be interested in adding that area. <laughs> We're yeah. always, always looking for new opportunities and new locations. And while you're at mightsoundwild.co, make sure you uh, check out the shop. We still got the presets on there. We got uh, quite a few presets that you can download. And we got some merchandise on there too. Got Yeah, my favorite shirts. is that Mountain Escape sweatshirt. So definitely... Look at that. Yes, and we have plenty of those Mountain Escape uh, sweatshirts in stock right now. So if you order one of those, there's not going to be much of a wait on getting one of those. It's it's cold everywhere right now, even, yes, in, even in Florida. <laughs> you, it's been cold down there where you are. So, yes, yeah, uh, definitely uh, wintertime in Florida. That Mountain Escape sweatshirt will definitely uh, keep you warm now. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, uh, one more thing before we go, make sure that you subscribe so you'll get a notification every time a new podcast is available. And if you're enjoying it, make sure you leave us a review and uh, keep in mind we have a new episode every Wednesday morning. They're usually up around eight o'clock Eastern time. So, uh, but if you are, uh, if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get a notification right there on your phone every time a new episode is available so we'll be back next wednesday with another might sound wild podcast